0: Donnell Garcia Barroso is a Vancouver-based photographer and writer who today is probably most known for his work with photo-based publication, Street Dreams magazine, and Canadian streetwear boutique livestock. Whether you've danced, played ball, worked, or met him at an event, if you're from the city, you probably know Donnell like we do, as one of the most thoughtful, genuine, and welcoming guides we know. If you've heard our intro episode, you know that he was Mal and I's mutual friend who connected us to create what is now Kanye. So it only seemed fitting to feature Donnell on this very first episode. Enjoy.
1: Hello. Mic check one, 2 uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, too comfortable. <laughs>
1: I listen to a lot of
2: podcasts. Gotcha.
1: This is Jeff Staple and you're listening to The Business of Hype.
3: (laughs) 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 Okay, what were you talking about? How does Donnell know
0: everyone?
1: I guess it goes with one of your questions that you you asked. It's like, what groups were you a part of? Yeah,
0: which is kind of everywhere, I feel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, which is pretty much everywhere. I was like part of every group i played basketball but i wasn't really like a basketball guy That I I, I, nobody ever looked at me and was like oh that's not all the basketball player so what were those groups well growing up it was definitely basketball and then filipinos <laughs>
3: <laughs> which are simultaneous which is I like feel. i guess
1: go no hand in hand uh, its where did you find yeah. these
0: filipinos like where
1: <laughs> um and then i guess a church Church is a big one, big group that I was a part of or still a part of. Just different groups of friends, different types of friends. People that would just meet through work. I would just hang out with with anybody.
4: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Doesn't really matter what they do. If they're just like, oh, you want to go see this obscure band? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Whatever. So
0: so can you talk about uh, what you do then?
1: I'm a photographer. I've been photographing for 10 years. I just say 10 years cuz like I just go by the first time I got paid from photography. Oh. So that was when I was That's 18. Gauge, yeah. But I was always taking I was always like taking photos I guess since I was like 12. Mm-hmm. But just like casually with my parents camera mm-hmm. and then I got my yeah, my first paid gig when I was 18. So then now I'm 28 turning 29 so it's like 10 years. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much what I do. I just do photos.
0: Nice. I just don't I downplay it. Yeah. This stuff is great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and,
0: and with the photography stuff, are you doing that independently or are you part of a group?
1: I am part of a magazine called Street Dreams Magazine. It's a photography-based publication. We're on our fourth year now. And it's based out of Vancouver and New York. Cool, and I work at a store called Livestock. It's a streetwear boutique, and I'm their in-house photographer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, <laughs> but but mm-hmm. but but for those that don't know, do you mind le- actually talking a little bit? How you got connected with Street Dreams and, and, and what it's like to run it out of Vancouver and New York, which I feel like is. Yeah. Well, it's also a model that we're copying, um, Mal and I, mm-hmm. basing yeah. Kenya oh, out of Vancouver and New York. So I'm like, any tips and <laughs> anything that you have to say about that?
1: How I got connected with Street Dreams was through our um, one of the co-founders, Eric Veloso. Before I worked at Last Lock, I was working at another retail company called Aritzia. And I was working there as a stock person. And his wife was my boss, was my manager. She was like a merchandise manager. yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha.
3: She's also Filipino. Yeah, who's also
1: Filipino. Yeah. And then um, she pretty much connected connected us because she found out that I was a photographer. She's like, hey, my boyfriend does photos too. And I was like, "Word." And then, (laughs) because I mean, a lot of people say that, right? A lot of people say like, oh, you know, so-and-so is also a photographer. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, word. And then she's like, yeah, you guys should meet up. I'll like link you with this email. And I was like, oh, it's for real. (laughs) And then, um, yeah. So then I gave her my email and then Eric emailed me like literally like three days after. It's like, yo yo, what's up, man? Blah, blah blah. We should meet up and talk and talk about photos and do a- go for a photo walk. Ooh. But those <laughs> were like mad fresh before. Yeah. <laughs> but that was like a new concept. It's like, oh, photo walk. Great. Yeah, what does yeah. that mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so we met up. We kinda like instantly connected. We both kind of grew up in similar similar ways. He's a little bit older than me, but he, he's Spanish, but mm-hmm. he went to St. Patrick's. So which is like I guess Filipino like which is in a private school here. That's yeah, yeah probably yeah. a Filipino school. So, so he was very like familiar with all Filipino like <laughs> things. Like I almost like thought that he was low key
4: Yeah, part <laughs> Filipino or like
1: something about him is Filipino. But then he was like, yeah, no, I'm I'm from I'm from Chile, and I was like, oh, word. <laughs> 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 I was like, I honestly thought you were Filipino because his last because his last name is sounds yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it sounds yeah, very yeah. Filipino. Be, sure. Filipino um,
3: passing. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: he had a blog already called Street Dreams mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. our other co-founder Mike, mm-hmm. and it was like a Tumblr that they were running. I had I'd, I'd never really seen it, but it was like just a site that they would post a lot of their work. And mm-hmm. Mike is a graphic designer, so he'd post a lot of his work mm-hmm. and and a lot of like stuff that they like on there. Originally me and Eric were had the concept of street Dreams gallery show already. And that was something that we were going to do just me and him. We were going to do a touring gallery show, just me and him. And then yeah. Showcase our photography and then get other people to uh, contribute as well. Mm. Yeah. We were planning that for a couple months. And then, um, Celine, his wife moved to New York for a little bit for a couple months. Mm. He went out there to visit her. He, Heard about the third co-founder, Steve, Steve Irby, a.k.a. Steve Sweatpants. (laughs) And they also had a mutual connection through Aritzia as well. It was Steve's best friend who's uh, one of his best friends who was his barber. His uh, girlfriend worked at Aritzia. So she knew Celine, Eric's wife. So they got connected through the barber. Yeah, and then... what so I guess this, Well, yeah, I'm kind of like telling the story that yeah, Eric yeah, should yeah. be telling. But Eric basically... <laughs> uh, so I'm like retelling what Eric's told me like millions <laughs> of times. Uh, but basically, he met up with Steve and they walked around New York for like hours, like mm-hmm. a whole day. And they basically like conceptualized the whole idea of Street Dreams, the magazine, like the publication. That's and then crazy. Literally in that span of time. And then once Eric got back to from New York... He was like, yo, we're doing this magazine. It's called going to be called Street Dreams. And we're going to do this gallery, blah, 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 and this. And I was like, okay, cool. And then That's crazy. I was so like, okay, what's the first issue? And he's like, it's going to release next month. And I was like, wow. what? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, next month? And he's like, yeah, we got all the photographers on it already. We're just going to make it. And I mean, there's a whole separate story of how like that, the magazine came about like in, yeah. in under a month, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. through his like some... Crazy coincidences on his side.
3: Yeah. So it was but all yeah. just meant to be. But it was
1: all just pretty much meant to be. And That's then wild. after that, yeah, after that, I kind of just like kind of inserted myself. It's just kind of like, you know, if you're down then to help, then yeah, yeah, you just yeah. go help. And mm-hmm. then you just become part of the family yeah and then you just keep helping every issue just keep helping keep helping mm-hmm. keep going to the gallery shows so, but and you've like-
0: been part of it basically since the beginning then especially yeah, out yeah. Of the vancouver scene i i start to see the word community a lot in some of mm. the stuff that you guys are putting out with street dreams right like that's mm. kind of what you're trying to build and that's why you're trying to find yeah. these other ways to connect with people is that correct
1: yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're trying to like just find different ways to connect with people and to get to know them more and see who's out there and give them also a chance to like have a space where we can all like talk together.
3: I feel like the the concept of community for you is so prevalent in so many different parts of your life. Mm. Yeah. Community with street dreams, community with you and so many people knowing who you are. You're cultivating mm. sort of your own personal community. And then Camille mentioned, and I think I saw it on your Instagram, Instagram stories about how your family they cultivate their own community with Filipinos like how important is the concept of community being that it is such a common thread
1: I think it's really important but I guess or like I didn't really realize the importance of it because it was so natural yeah to Mm -hmm. me like I have like a huge family here Mm -hmm. and even though I'm like an only child I like grew up in a house full of my cousins Mm -hmm. so it's basically like we're all siblings. The community just within my family is super, super strong. I would say my cousins are my best, best, best friends. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like a lot of people say that about their family. But I personally think that if I were in the most dire need of anything, my cousins will just any one of my cousins, like maybe even all my cousins come. It's like like,
3: an honest trust. Yeah, it's like an honest like
1: trust within my family, even with my aunts and grandparents and stuff mm-hmm. we we meet up like every week and thankfully my grandma's still alive so on Sundays her place is like the meeting place for oh, like, that's, whatever. That's like awesome. yeah so we'll, so on Sundays me and my cousin have a chat group as well and we'll be like Oh, who's going to Lola's house on Sunday? Me, me, I'm like, Aww. okay, and then we're like, Oh, let's what? get some stuff for Halo Halo so Lola can oh. make us Halo holo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People just come in and out and my aunts hang out there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grandma lives pretty much by herself, so it's like right, right, where right. everybody's like rotated going in there. Yeah. And keeping her company. So
3: Well it's cool that your family, like your age range and your generation stick so close to each other because yeah. it's my family it's not like that at all yeah yeah, is, and yeah. your whole yours, family nice. is here isn't it mal yeah uh
0: 10 of 15 but that's siblings still on my mom's so side so many and i yeah. but and i the think fact that like, you don't have that or like it's, i know. it's interesting so i wonder yeah i, I think mean.
3: that it's like a difference in lifestyle and mm. maybe values like i don't want to say that 100 because i'm not going to speak for them i don't know if it's like for mm. you that you and your cousins have very similar interests mm. and trajectories that kind of everybody's into similar things
1: i think all my cousins have their own lives that they want to live mm. but i think we pretty much thank our grandparents and like our parents for it was basically them that started it because mm-hmm. my grandparents immigrated here and they were able to bring all their kids here at the same time that's yeah, crazy what was their
3: story like yeah how did so they get here?
1: i don't know too much about it but i know that my grandparents first immigrated here with mm-hmm. like three of my older on my, uh, my dad's sides and then a couple of the younger siblings as well and then like the middle ones that like, came in a little bit after but they were they pretty much all came here like, at the same time and they're mm-hmm. all living in this tiny house together even yeah. when they had like, kids mm-hmm. even when like some of my aunts were like getting married and then their husbands were like mm-hmm. living there too yeah. everyone's then, so just moving um, in yeah yeah so they were very adamant on spending time together mostly my aunts they are like very very close and they're all like close same age yeah it was really them that started it if any one of my aunts were like not friends with each other then i think it would be a totally different story yeah but a lot of are my dad's siblings they're all fairly close and i don't know if that's because of my grandma or if it's because of my, my grandparents that forced them mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's really them they would hang out all the time which meant that me and my cousins were hanging out all the time yeah right. so then like when you get like 29 years of that it's really just becomes like habitual na- yeah it, it's, it's like really habitual second nature for us to like hang out because i've had experiences with other filipino people that are not that close that mm-hmm. don't really have a close family mm-hmm. and the first time i experienced that i was my mind was blown because i thought <laughs> all filipinos were like that mm-hmm. i thought all filipinos had cousins that they were best friends with that they grew up with mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they played basketball with I mean my cousin who's just like we just a year apart we had a one-on-one basketball tournament like in game front of that the we, family no we would every every family party we would go straight to the basketball court and we would play for like four hours and like <laughs> oh right now the God. score is i think i'm leading like 78 games to like 70 <laughs> like that's how lo- that's how many games <laughs> wow. like we play and we like keep track oh my yeah so God. it's like that's yeah, crazy. And then, um, Yeah, and then, yeah, I was never really, like, forced. They really like, oh, like, you have to hang out with your family. I was like, oh, go hang out with your cousin, Mark, or whatever, you know? Like, it's never, I never thought that it was a drag to hang out with my cousins. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, like, and even, like, I would, it's weird for me to talk with other people that are just like, oh, yeah, I don't really, like, see my cousins that much. I think my family is pretty fortunate in a way that, like, I have a lot of cousins that are around my age.
0: Yeah, that is lucky, yeah.
1: There's, like, a five-year gap. And then there's there's a five year gap, and then there's like the a whole gen. bunch that are their age. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, so I always had people to hang out with, and then the younger kids never felt left out because they were all they together. Had their group. But now everybody's like over nineteen years old, so now we all hang out together. If anything, we were like even more closer yeah. now than we were like three years ago, just because really like sweet. everybody can drink beer. Yeah, everyone can be <laughs> yeah, social so, together. Yeah, so we can yeah. actually like chill together and we yeah. actually have adult conversations and stuff right. like that. Yeah. So
0: speaking of kind of like you seeing other people and how they interacted mm-hmm. with Filipinos and and not even necessarily with other Filipinos that are their family in regards to other Filipinos, our age or whatever, you know, just friends wise. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is something that we've kind of talked about a little bit before where, yeah. you know, you you definitely get the share of people who are like, oh, I don't really hang out with other Filipinos. Or, you know, I don't have very many Filipino friends and whether that's an active choice or not, you know, there's definitely an apparent stigma sometimes. And and I wonder if you have any thoughts on why that might be the case and why there is a lack of camaraderie where... It feels unnatural to like acknowledge that you're both Filipino and, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't go to a private school that had predominantly a lot of Filipinos. So that was always a space that was foreign to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I wonder what your thoughts are on that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I don't know why other Filipinos are a little bit uncomfortable about seeing that because sometimes when I go to events and I Mm -hmm. go to parties and stuff like that, I'll usually check if there's other Filipinos there. Like, like, you you f-
0: straight up just do yeah, that. Straight yeah, straight up,
1: like, I'll just be like, oh, that guy's Filipino, word, I think I will talk to him. Or I, I think I'm going to, like, naturally slowly gravitate towards him or her because they're Filipino. And I know they're looking at me and they're like, <laughs> that, that guy's Filipino.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're probably like,
1: that guy's Filipino. But yeah, they're yeah, probably yeah. saying, they're probably, like, thinking how you're saying that, oh, they're probably not going to use that as like a a point of connection
3: yeah do you see any or have you heard any perpetuated stigmas about the filipino culture that you think contribute to that
1: i think that i guess well this is just speaking for filipino males Mm -hmm. but i think filipino males are generally pretty prideful Mm-hmm. Gonna break up my Tagalog gear. Yeah, but I think that it? most Filipino males, regardless if you're like an introvert or extrovert, I think re- there's like a little bit of mayabang like oh, in yeah, yeah, every yeah, Filipino yeah. male. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I'm also like that. Sometimes when I see another Filipino dude at some place, that you know, I like look at him. I'm like, okay, word. Like my sneakers are better than <laughs> his for show. Sure, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, and then I look at him like, okay, he's wearing like so-and-so had I'm like, I think I could get with him, you know, yeah, and yeah, make yeah, him, Like yeah. you know, connect with him. I mean, isn't that just but like, sizing each, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. sizing each other up? Yeah, it's like sizing each other up, but I feel like it's also a thing that gives kind of like a more negative energy yeah, rather than sure. like, oh, you're just kind of feeling them out. I've experienced it with my other friends that are kind of like, they'll see another Filipino dude who I guess lack of a better word looks less cool than us Mm -hmm. and then they won't they won't associate with him but it's Mm -hmm. kind of like yo in my head I don't say it out loud but like yo like he's still Filipino sure he doesn't look like us but like at the same time we should be embracing him because or embracing him or her because there's there's still us
3: do you think that there's anything to do in that sense with a scarcity complex in that we are a minority so there can only be one that's the best mm-hmm. in, in the context of a group setting yeah. so that it's like ooh I want to you know, get into I that need to, I need to compete with these people mm. because like I need to be that one that right, shines yeah, yeah. through and yeah. can appeal to all these other races yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: there is like kind of like a weird clickiness mm-hmm. in Filipinos even when it's just like a whole bunch of people that let's say there's like a hundred people in a room and they all know each other, they're all Filipinos. For some reason, there's still like yep. there's still gonna be like 10 to 15 clicks.
3: Yeah. In yeah. That. And, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like so
1: weird because it's like, why is it like separate? What's yeah. separating and us? It's so yeah. evident
3: too. It's yeah. not like just you know, low-key clicks. It's like, yeah. oh you know that's that crew, you yeah. know that that's that it's crew. Weird. And, it's like yeah. walking into yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a like a high, high school. school cafeteria. Be- like a high school <laughs>
1: cafeteria, but it's just Filipinos. <laughs> yeah, it's like so know, weird. It's like those yeah, guys the b-boys yeah
0: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so true and and i think there's something really interesting there because i was actually just speaking about this with another friend of mine who you guys know 143 mm-hmm. the r&b so super, super so super yeah. sound oh yeah yeah party it, uh based out of LA and I think they're like about five years old now or whatever Mm -hmm. um so obviously now here in New York like they they kind of do a couple I think here and there during the year so I was actually just talking to a friend about how intimidating a space like that actually is for someone who hasn't grown up in a predominantly Filipino space because we were saying how when we're in a room and and I'll speak for myself actually in this regard when I'm in a room and I'm in the only Filipino, I'm actually, like, pretty confident. <laughs> who knows more about being Filipino? Because, well, mm. I'm surrounded by a bunch yeah. of people who don't know what it's like to be Filipino. So, so mm. there's, like, a, this weird, like, confidence. But then... Place me in a room like 143 or like place me in a room where, say, there's a bunch of those cliques. There's a 100 people who are Filipino who, for me, because I didn't grow up it, with that kind of strong, strong group, mm-hmm. I kind of like go to the side. I, I'm like not you sure. You retract mm-hmm. a little. Yeah, because yeah. because to me, that, that goes to that whole like, I'm not as Filipino as these people or I don't Same. connect, mm-hmm. I think. To this group, there's that thinking in mind. So then I, it, it, it yeah. comes off as a really intimidating space to put yourself in. And even in, in something like 143, where it's a party from California and there's you know no denying that there's predominantly a Filipino crowd that is going to this party. Mm-hmm. And I was like making a joke that 143 Brooklyn is basically where you can find all the Filipinos in New York and New Jersey so um, that's what no, I'll say about that <laughs>
3: it's, it's true I can relate to that totally mm-hmm. because when I grew up until I went to high school I never had any Filipino friends Right. so it was like going into high school going into Holy Cross which is predominantly either Filipino, Korean or white it was a space that I mm-hmm. didn't really feel comfortable in because yeah. it was like Clearly, I am Filipino. There's no denying that. Mm -hmm. However being into a group where it was all Filipinos and because I had family there I had friends automatically and all of that mm-hmm. but being kind of thrust into that environment I didn't feel comfortable because I wasn't Filipino enough Yeah, and I remember even when I was younger I'd always feel weird that I would—I never had a group of Filipino friends mm-hmm. right. and I'd see all my cousins with them yeah. and I would be like oh shit where's my crew taking star photos or like <laughs> you know like where's, <laughs> where's, where's my where's my group that I Sick. can go hang out yeah. with or, you know, like, write in each other's organizers with, yeah. like, these Asian yeah, yeah, pens. Yeah. Like, I didn't have that <laughs> oh,
0: except for being my cousin. cousin. Oh, that's such a gel Those gel pens. Those gel, gel, pens. Pens. Those gel roller, <laughs> the one that you erase, right? And then it would be silver and then it would come out, like, a different color under yeah. Th- Those are amazing. <laughs> oh man! Also, but, shout out to star photos, too. Yes,
1: star
3: photos. You find find who, uh, star photos.
1: One on that white pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: I don't know why. That was, like, pre-Instagram filter days and they had like a filter on that. It shit. was like
1: minus one hundred clarity. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> that you're
0: so glowed yeah. up. You're like, like wow, yeah. it was amazing. Like, yeah.
1: Minus one hundred highlights. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what was that arcade in Town called? CHQ? Is that
3: what it was called? Oh, CHQ. No. no. Yeah. Wasn't it a no, was it CHQ?
0: Was it or the, what? Pladium? No, yeah. it was something before. No, Star there's... Photo
1: was definitely like it was definitely beside uh, Collectors Den. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, it was like when beside you come Collectors up on Den. The
0: escalator. Yeah, oh, God. It's beside
1: there, uh, it's like a hair. It's like a hair salon now, but it's it oh, used really? to be Star Photo. Oh, that's yeah, so sad. Uh, star it's a hair photo. salon now. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Oh, gotta love Metrotown. <laughs> hey, that's like where I saw. I used to see a lot of other Filipino kids though, like when I was growing up. Like and we would this is my version of Tagalog, uh tambay, <laughs> when we would tambai at yeah. the at the mall and be mall rats. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember you used yeah. to like that was always like a weird space that you could find other kids. That is
1: still where you find all that the Filipinos. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Very much still where you find all Reading the age range of like Oh, that's true. I'm like, I don't
0: yeah. go there anymore. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I go there still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hanging around.
0: Or the Star Photo. The <laughs> yeah.
3: secret Star oh Photo my God. location. I'm walking
1: around the mall being like, uh, the Star Photo here? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, sir. What what's that? Oh my gosh. Uh, but uh, anyway, to bring it back, I like totally relate to how you felt in that way because I then felt more comfortable being the minority yeah, yeah. rather than being of a majority. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't belong, or there'd be things that are said, or like things that were done, and I'm like, I kind of don't relate to that, mm-hmm. even though I should, and it would make me insecure about those aspects. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. But then it was weird because even though I was a minority in other groups it was like okay i f- kind of feel more comfortable but at mm-hmm. the same time i know i'm not white right yeah so i still don't 100 percent fit in right yeah but it was this weird feeling of mm-hmm. not belonging in either side
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: but uh i don't know how we got here
0: no but, uh- i have no idea <laughs> um no i mean that was just my question about like for Donnell that maybe that's even how he knows all these people because he's- I, you know what i was
1: exactly about to say that mm-hmm. i was like that's exactly how i know everyone yeah. Because I'll go to these things or I'll just like insert myself in these things where it's like, it's like, oh, you know, I'm pretty good at dancing. Maybe I'll try dancing. And yeah, then yeah, so yeah. I'll dance. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I play basketball. I'm pretty good at basketball. I'm going to play basketball. Or it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. like I found photography. I'm going to be a photographer. So yeah. it's like, yeah, whenever in passing i see people people always know me from a different thing it's like oh yeah that's not out i used to dance with them or it's like mm-hmm. that's not out i used to play basketball with them or it's like that's not out i saw him in a secret lineup before or that's not out i follow him his photography On Instagram, so it's like yeah, yeah yeah so i don't know i was the same way in high school and same as you can be like i went to high school that was zero filipinos like yeah, barely yeah yeah any. i think i was the only non fob Filipino person for lack of a better word like non like fresh off the boat Filipino person
0: what was that like that dynamic between between you growing up primarily in um, North America I guess and then the only other Filipinos you saw in your high school were those who are more recently immigrated and coming from the Philippines and and now Mm -hmm. in in school here what was that like
1: I don't know I never really thought about it but I always knew that low key they would make fun of me (laughs) (laughs)
0: Which is
3: so funny because it is so accustomed for them to be made.
1: Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Yeah. But I under but the weird thing is that like yeah, the way that maybe my white friends would make fun of them because they were like eating this crazy meal that they've never seen before, in like yeah. random sizes of Tupperware, talking this crazy language, and wearing polo shirts that have the huge logo on it, like, <laughs> <or> like Philippine <laughs> Philippine Islands embroidered on their polo shirt, like you know, uh, like
0: my dad had those.
1: The same way that maybe they felt how Caucasian people would make fun of them. Mm-hmm. I felt the same way when I knew they were kind of making fun of me because they looked at me like I was. Was
3: other
4: not
1: them mm-hmm.
3: did that they think it. do you feel like they thought that you were trying to escape Filipino culture
1: I think that like they that w- you
3: were quote-unquote whitewashed
1: yeah I think they thought that I was more more whitewashed they I didn't mm-hmm. think that because like I didn't really speak the language to them or like just do the same things as them that I was more white and because like they mm-hmm. would see me in the spaces of not with them or mm-hmm. not with Filipino mm-hmm. people and then obviously like I don't dress like them and uh, yeah yeah so well the only reason why I know they made fun of me is because they definitely spoke Tagalog in front of me assuming that I didn't know what they were saying
0: <laughs> interesting and, like, yeah yeah, yeah. And they
1: were like st- they just like straight up said that they thought I was whitewashed
0: right oh, and I'm like God. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And, then I was, and then that was my first experience of woke the, my whole life I was like I'm not whitewashed but I'm, how
3: did you how did that make you feel
1: but it definitely made me feel like Whoa like like, I'm not whitewashed, I'm Filipino. because it's like so my whole Filipino. life, yeah, 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 because my whole life I was like, I'm Filipino, and like usually growing up. I was like the only Filipino Mm -hmm. so so to me I felt very Filipino Mm -hmm. and plus just because I don't have an accent or I don't speak the language comfortably enough to like just start Mm -hmm. up a conversation Mm -hmm. to them it made them think that I was not as Filipino as them but at the same time it's like I go home and I go home and they go home and our homes are the same Mm -hmm. you know and like our cultures are the same obviously and their mom is probably saying the same thing as my mom Mm -hmm. it's just like there's literally just one little thing that makes like a whole difference to each other.
3: That you were born or that you grew up.
1: That there, I right? like grew up here yeah. and I was more accustomed to like American customs rather than Filipino slang. You know? Yeah yeah yeah. So it's like yeah. yeah. It was definitely a weird feeling. I didn't take it so personal. That was the first time someone's ever called me like whitewash. Mm. especially like I mean it would be weird if not as crazy if my non-Filipino friend said it like oh you're you're pretty like white or whatever like word
3: Yeah. but
1: for (laughs) an actual Filipino person to say it I was like whoa I was Mm. like
3: what people would say that to me all the time in high school that I was and that's why I'm like shit am yeah. i my mom also grew up here basically yeah. she came here when she was 10 and and so i was like am i that separated from the culture
0: yeah. that- and, and showed that right like mm-hmm. is that what people are perceiving i feel like that's more of the question too you're yeah, like really yeah. is that what i'm putting out there yeah. and then it kind of made me push it
3: away even more because i'm mm. like well fuck this if even these people won't accept who i am then yeah. why should i even entertain them right in mm-hmm. any way, because yeah. it's like, here I'm just doing me, but it's still mm-hmm. not accepted, so why should I even try? So yeah, you're going to find mean, community elsewhere. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, it's hard to escape the fact that being Filipino is so much a part of your identity, and so eventually I came back to it, and I'm like, fuck, I still want to have this a part of my life and learn so much more about it, hence what we're doing now, but more <laughs> stories to come on that later.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted, to, I wanted to actually ask a little bit bit about who some of the people you look up to in, in the work you do and mm-hmm. and I know that mentorship and what how right. you see the value of that mm-hmm. and, and what, what's your take on that when when people are starting to I mean, I would assume starting to hit you up and starting to reach out to you in regards to Mm. learning from you.
1: Right. I think mentorship is really, really important, especially in like creative field. Yeah. And especially now. Yeah. Especially now in like the digital age, you need a good person to like talk to. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of doing the same thing. Even if you guys are at the same level, you can still mentor each other through it. That's interesting. Yeah, because like growing up I like I didn't have someone to look up to. Like there was there was no one there was no one like me at least. Mm -hmm. and everybody i did look up to were like so far it was like kanye west and like (laughs) lupe fiasco these people that are just like celebrities right it's like you don't really yeah they're not really they are not really going to mentor you you know what i mean like so it's like i never really had someone to tell me to critique my photographs or to really whatever but the only people that i really did have were my friends Mm -hmm. and the people that i worked closely with the people that i like made art with and those are the only people that i like really were my mentors or my role models looking up and even now those are the people that i look up to like eric mike steve those are like my big brothers and role models even though we're all kind of in the same level in terms of like where we're going and stuff like that we're all pushing each other but that's kind of like how we mentor each other Mm -hmm. and it was the same back when i had two of my friends that were twins, Paulo and Francis, and we started this creative agency together called Non-Decor back in like 2000. That's when I met I you. Know. Yeah, that's when I met you, Camille. And then like, um, yeah, I came while. to the office. And chilled. Oh my God. Um,
0: yeah, what yeah, was so, that, gas town? Like that office? Yeah, that was like... Man, that's yeah, the Duncan back. building. God. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, and they were like, they're also Filipino. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were also, I would guess, my mentors as well. Because mm-hmm. like they knew, they were kind of like the two people that really introduced me into like the art world. I never knew anything about art. I just wanted to take photographs. I just knew that right. I want to take photos. But then they were the ones that were like, oh, like, have you heard of? Murakami and mm. blah like told me, like showed me the importance of this artist and that yeah, artist. Yeah, and yeah. like even even with music, they were the first ones to introduce me to music outside of hip hop and R and B. They're like, oh, listen to this techno or like house music. Or Which is Boban. so interesting so,
0: like, to me because I feel like no one knows this side of you too. Is that mm. before you were fully kind of doing the photography thing? Like you went to school f- and you were working in the healthcare field, weren't you, for like yeah, a while? I was so so you actually yeah, fully. Working finished school, did that, mm-hmm. and then was yeah. kind of starting to do all this creative work kind of at mm-hmm. the same time. So it, it's interesting just to see that how you've kind of moved through all these different positions and groups.
1: But yeah, but even now, like when people hit me up, a lot of younger photographers will hit me up and be mm-hmm. like, hey, I really like your photos. And like, blah what kind of is it okay if I ask you some questions about photography? I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing new really that I could say. But it's nice that they're asking. And And that
3: it comes from someone who they can see themselves choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Like They're like, oh, he is of the same culture Mm. as your ethnicity. And he's doing his thing and trying to do whatever he can to make it. And I can do the same.
1: Exactly, yeah. Through
3: your advice it mm-hmm. can help that uplift them. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: do you notice that it's a lot of Filipino kids that hit you? It's up?
1: actually like a hundred percent young Filipino kids. Yeah. It's yeah. always and I totally understand that because it's like I mean, I'll use a pretty evident example right now that's happening in Vancouver. There are so many young Filipino barbers.
0: Oh my god. A lot. Yeah. Huge. But, yeah, it's be- yeah, yeah. but
1: it's because like there's so many that are popping up. But it's because they see people like Marvin Soriano at Wisdom Club. They see people yeah. like Gino Coronado at Hades. Like, yeah. They see it. So and true. When when I was looking at that from like took a step back and really looked at that and then I really compared it to like all these conversations about representation and blah 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 and why why. And I never really cared so much about oh why does this guy care so much that a Korean person should be in Hollywood. I never really understood. I was like why is it so important that Ellen, whatever Ellen O or whatever, her name was from Grey's Anatomy is yeah. in Grey's Anatomy? Like Sandra, why oh. is that? S- Sandra, O, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why is it so important? You but mix now- the
0: two leads, <laughs> Ellen yeah, Pompeo yeah. and Ellen Page. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, Ellen Page. Sorry, Yeah, um, but yeah, like uh. But now I see the importance of representation because all these kids are looking at those guys and looking at Julius Caesar, the barber from LA, and like oh, all yeah, those yeah. Mark Mark Bustos from, from from New York. I think yeah. he's from yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they see those guys and they see and like I never really understood that how important it is to like see yourself in someone that's making it. Did
3: you never feel that way when you were younger? Because for me, anyway, the lack of representation, especially in yeah. media, always made me feel like I wasn't good enough. Some- Someone like me isn't beautiful, mm. or that because there is the lack of representation, that must mean that yeah. something is restricting them, whether it's their ethnicity, whether mm. it's the way that they look. You don't, because you don't see it there, you're like, something must then be wrong. Did yeah. you ever feel that way growing up yourself that you didn't see any Filipinos in other career paths? Did it ever, especially in the
0: creative, which is so ambition? yeah,
1: so different yeah. Actually, than the no, yeah, actually, like never. I've never hmm, once thought that like that I looked. it never really held me back that there was nobody like me in anywhere
4: mm-hmm.
1: and like this is great. I looked at other people like I was able to take different aspirations like aspire to be someone through different races because in the end like it wasn't so much important so important to me that like, it had to be a Filipino person mm-hmm. like it was just important to me what the person's characteristics were mm-hmm. like in mm-hmm. basketball I was like I saw a lot of myself in like Allen Iverson. That's so why I like nice. those so many Alan Iverson <laughs> photos. Like if, you, if you follow me on Instagram, I will give you a daily dose of Alan Iverson <laughs> photos. This is like, true. Literally all the time. Like, yeah. Yeah, because I saw myself in him through his characteristics. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, he was a small guy. Mm-hmm. And Filipinos are generally like smaller. Yeah. And so, and he had a lot of heart. And the, I see a lot of Filipinos have a lot of heart. They play with a lot of ferocity, like on the court. They don't play with any fear. And this guy had no fear. And so that's, so I like modeled my, the way that I played basketball to him. And then with creative, creative stuff, I just would just find my, what I felt like was me mm-hmm. and like other artists that I think were similar to me, whether it was like Pharrell or like Kanye or yeah, yeah. whether it was Woody Allen minus the bad stuff.
0: right? right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, head. like Yikes. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. because
1: I'll see the, I'll see the work that they do and I'll be like, that's the work that I want to make. I must have some similarity to them because I we like the same stuff whether it was like black white or Asian like it didn't matter to me that's why I was so surprised at how
4: how impactful yeah how
1: impactful like how the barber movement is is because it's like you see like you see these young guys they're young too Mm -hmm. Marvin and Gino they're young they're younger uh, than me yeah Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they're younger than me and they have their own businesses and like they're doing very well and like these kids that are like 13, 14 years old, they're like, I want to be a barber.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: It's like, yes, please. Like, go for it. <laughs> like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. No, like, it's sweet.
3: Yeah. It's great that the representation is yeah. allowing people to have at least the ambition yeah. to do. I feel like, Camille, you and I have spoken on this about that is a reason why we pursue what we pursue. Yeah. Because we're like, we have always thought that we could pave our own paths. Mm-hmm. And because there was no representation, I was always mm-hmm. like, fine, then I need to be that The first one. Because yeah. I've seen what it's like to not be represented. And so I feel like it's great that now all these people are doing this and it's the reason why we wanted to do this too Mm -hmm. yeah there are filipinos who are successful in their own right doing their own things in different um career paths Mm -hmm. it's not
0: always just one thing yeah yeah. so if we can show that anything is possible for Mm -hmm. anyone then fuck yes yeah yeah And, and even like to that earlier point that you mentioned which i think is like actually so good and important and i've recently come to terms with this too where it doesn't even have to be like an age difference or like a career difference like if you're going through mm-hmm. the same shit to have that connection and to have that relationship it helps so much and if we're talking mm-hmm. about all these differences in industry and how quote unquote we're trying to be the pioneers or the first ones in, mm-hmm. in those spaces well that means we're also going through the same struggles of whoa what is yeah. it like <laughs> to be the only Filipino in the room in this corporate space in this mm-hmm. entrepreneurial space whatever that looks like i think that's also kind of hopefully an aim of this community that we're creating because i always used to think that it's crazy how many amazing dope things especially coming out of like vancouver and also seeing a little bit of that in toronto i was like man we're all like hustling working hella hard but we aren't like really talking to each other about what we're going mm-hmm. through. Like, all no. we see is a success. All yeah. we see is a success. No, like transparency yeah. breeds trust. That's
3: just Word. the fact of the matter is transparency breeds trust and it also empowers because, like, this shit's not easy for no, all of us, good. all yeah, three of us sure. to try and do our own things, to try and pursue what it is that we want to pursue, especially mm-hmm. when it's off the beaten path. That shit's fucking hard. And yeah. our parents and didn't no do it. no one's gonna, yeah, and if no one's gonna talk about how hard it is, then no one can really see what it takes to get there. Yeah. It's like they will just go into it, think that it's going to be all fun and fluffy, go into it, and then hit a hard place, mm-hmm. and be like, "Okay, I'm not going to do this because this is yeah. not what it's supposed to be like." Persevere, like because yeah, yeah you have to. Well, uh, well, and
0: that's what helps when when people like Donnell are make themselves mm-hmm. accessible to an extent. I mean, obviously, everyone's busy and whatnot, but but to me, that's what I like really appreciate about your take on mentorship and that you're willing to be like, yeah, like this is what I did. This is how I, this is my take on it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that's really commendable and I don't know, aspiring, really. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have to
1: let them know that I always have to let the younger kids that ask me about photography and how I got into it, I have to let them know like how hard it was. Yeah. Like especially now how it's like so easy to like get popping like yeah, in the digital yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to let them know like actually how hard it is like to hustle. make it a career to like actually feed a family to mm-hmm. pay your yeah. car bills. The first thing I tell them all the time is like I've been photographing for 10 years mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. just at the beginning.
4: Yeah. And I was like
1: and I always tell them that like, at the very beginning like oh so how'd you get into photography? Or like how'd you get to where You've you got right it. now? I was like Yeah, I was like 10 years.
4: Yeah. I was like, dude,
1: it's like, it took me a long time. Yeah. And I would tell them, like, dude, like, I still live with my parents. Yeah. And a lot of younger kids are like, oh, well, you're with Street Dreams and you're a photographer for mm-hmm. livestock. But like, photography is hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And it's not. Yeah. Not- the pay is not always the best. Yeah. And the opportunities for jobs is not always bountiful. There. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Especially
0: coming out of Vancouver, too.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I always encourage them to try it. I, it's like, yeah, if you, if you want to try photography, please, please try photography. And if you have any questions, let me know and I will help you through it. Mm-hmm. But like, but if you realize, if you really dig deep and realize, yo, this is not for you.
4: You won't pursue Yeah, like, like yeah,
1: like, but don't get down on yourself. Know that like, hey, you tried this and then just move on to the next thing and find find your way that way. Which is yeah. so but important. Yeah, because they have to know actually, actually how hard it is and how hard it is currently. Yeah. So,
0: Well, Well, and yeah. that's like the the role of social media, right? It's mm-hmm. so easy to present just the highlights right and then you don't yeah. see the tough things so then it's easy to kind of assume that to get to point a to point b was like actually pretty straightforward but no yeah. in that regard that's not the case yeah i i'm starting to get a couple of people who try to hit me up to ask about what it was like to move to new york and like oh i want to do that and i'm like holy shit i do not <laughs> lightly recommend this move and and i feel like it's a very sim- similar sentiment where yeah people don't realize social media just really plays like a big role yeah. in, in like showing yeah only the good shit and I'm like fuck like no and those kids on social
3: media who are like, super popular by chance those are anomalies oh yeah, yeah. like those 100%. are one like one in a million kind of events that occur but a majority of those other people that are successful like They've worked fucking hard to yeah. get where they are and you have to recognize that you need to put in that work. No, totally. Especially when you're doing it for yourself. And I feel like that's with all of us is that, you know, like I was never handed anything on a silver platter. I've been working since I was thirteen. All of that shit. And that's just from hard work. Yeah. Nothing's handed to you and, and that's a story that, when it goes. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, share. And it's and nothing's handed to you. It's it's what you put into it's what you get out of it. So mm hmm. Okay, well... I guess, do you want to wrap it up with our weird, unformed Kanya question? Yes, I actually
0: have a new one. Oh, Um, oh, um, word. I do have a new one. So, And I'll start it with an example because I don't know how to ask the question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But actually, it just came up recently and I've actually used this story like a couple of times, so sorry to anyone who's listening that has heard this stupid-ass joke before. But are there things that you didn't know you were pronouncing wrong until somebody corrected you. And I'll use an example, which was mine. Um, Only until, God, how old was I? I swear to God, it was like third year university. So it was not even that like far away ago. Like it wasn't like in elementary school or anything. But I used to say it was (laughs) Robitusson. Oh my God. (laughs) Wait, low key rolling the R's. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay, well, let's now hate on the fact that I s- pronounce things weird. I also y- said quinoa instead of quinoa, so that was another thing. So I've yeah, said um, quinoa. That, yeah, yeah well,
1: i said that that's before, too. That's how it's
0: spelled, like, I don't know, so that was my thing. But no, like, repeat. Re- I still call it Robitussin. Robitussin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what is it? even? <laughs> Robitussin? Yeah, so... Um, which I realize is such a Filipino way of pronouncing yeah. it. Um, <laughs> it's, like, hella embarrassing. I, like, just... So that that's my example. And I'm wondering if you guys have any... Or am I crazy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, actually, it's actually... There's one that I can I I know there's several things yeah 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 there's definitely from, like a handful there's yeah. definitely a handful of things that I've gotten from my grandma that I've like said out loud in public <laughs> that people are just like wait what I'm like wait what <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: like, oh, yeah you're yeah.
2: <laughs> like I I don't know what like, you what? Heard. Nope. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but definitely for definitely for a while I did think Vix was pronounced with a B <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i was like yeah what's the bix
0: oh my god Wait, can you explain <laughs> like Vix what BIX is though because well, and how we like, use it because i have yes. a bunch of friends who have who don't know what it is i'm like yeah i put that shit on everything or i used yeah. to
1: i should say yeah you just like rub that on your temple literally temples.
0: On, my mom put it on the bottom of my
3: feet
4: yeah so and like, then put a
1: sock over it
3: yeah. there you go <laughs> Oh my
1: God. But like, I actually don't exactly know what Vicks Vapor Rub is. I know it's like some it's like sort of like rental, menthol rub. Yeah. I know like it's supposed to like clear your sinuses when you have a cold. Like you and rub it on, it on your and chest. You're supposed to put it on your chest, but
0: yeah, and back. Wait, Billie my- used to do. They put it on the feet. Dude, yeah. my grandma used to like Wait, put it in the I weirdest the places, feet, dude. Though. My mom
3: put it on the bottom of my yeah. feet,
1: and then she put socks on. Yeah, my, oh, my oh, grandma actually, did that too. This sounds familiar yeah.
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: then she would rub it on like my temples. Yeah, and or then right like on, and, and, like really <laughs> under
0: your nose,
1: <laughs> which I think is actually pretty hazardous. Nope. But <laughs> no, yeah, I like right that's under toxic. your nose, <laughs> like yeah, I feel like it's pretty toxic. I,
0: I no. definitely remember getting it put on my forehead, and then my mom doing the sign of the cross, and I was being like, <laughs> yeah. oh I was like, uh, you yeah, think
1: she you're would put it. My grandma would put it actually in the middle of like yeah and i was like usually
0: while they do a prayer yeah and i'm like uh what are we
3: doing doing here
1: yeah Yeah. but the reason why the reason why i thought it was it was pronounced with a b is because i actually never saw vic's vapor rub like the actual bottle (laughs) it was just
3: the blue no i never no i
1: actually never saw it until i was like much older until i was like 14 because the only time my grandma would pull it out is when i'm like sick in bed and you're I'm like, like it's dark.
3: And it's dark. Yeah. And my
1: grandma just pulls out this thing, just like rubs it. And I knew what it was because she does it all the time. It's like, okay, here's the Bix. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was like, I was just like, yo, Lola, get, get, the, get the Bix, please.
2: Get the Bix, yeah. and I'm like
1: And I'm like, yeah, she'll rub it. And then the logo on the actual bottle is pretty small. Yeah. Actually, it says no, vapor true. Rub Yeah, And yeah. then it says Vix. And then the Vix is tiny.
3: Yeah. And then oh. I didn't
1: know that Vix has menthol mints, too. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Too. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't think they were the same thing for the longest time. Oh my god! So I didn't. So I, so I thought that Bix the candy was different from Bix the vapor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh wait, no, I've hundred percent seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but, I've uh, had them. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, it's like oh, a, just like so a hard, it's like a halls, fun. basically. It's like hauls. So funny. I yeah, was like,
3: walking. I was walking <laughs> earlier around my place, and there's this I don't know like this Asian. Uh, Esthetician, like they do nails and eyelash extensions. And then their sign said eyelash extensions, whole set. Really, like it's supposed to be whoa. full set, and then I
0: started laughing because oh I'm like, "Oh my gosh I mean, how many times have you heard the fork pork thing, right? Like yeah. my yeah. brothers used to fucking like die. Yeah, classics. Oh yeah. Well, for the longest time, like I've actually seen it spelt that way too. Like beefsteak, like beef, beef steak, like it is, is beefsteak. That's it another is.
1: one, dude. Yeah, dude, right? that's another one. I thought it. Was, I didn't think like when when my like friends would say beefsteak, I was like. Bee steak, huh? Like that must be you. But, like I wonder if it's any any similar to bipstick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that it there is a word that's be
1: Yeah, beef yeah. yeah. But for some reason my grandma would call it bip bipstick. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm like my-
1: Bipstick. Bird. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I love bipstick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know I'm pretty sure that's what my dad called it too, so that's why Yeah. I-
1: and no one would correct me because like no. the only people I would talk about. Bipstick with is Filipinos. Filipinos. (laughs) So they'd be like, "Yeah, I love Bipstick too." I'm like, "Word." Can you
3: cook any Filipino dishes? Yeah, I can. Actually, can cook
1: a bit. We'll do
3: cooking with Donnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Actually,
1: me and my cousins actually back to family. Me and my cousins like have been um been like doing a challenge of like cooking Filipino food. That's dope. Two of my cousins are, one of my cousins is a chef and his brother uh, used to be a chef as well. Oh, dope. And so, like, they're really, he's really good at, like, cooking stuff. Yeah. And he he was kind of the first one to, like, try making, like, sinigang and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, word, I'm going to make sinigang.
0: (laughs) It's so easy. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was like, I went back home and was
1: like, yo, mom, you got to teach me everything. Yeah. I need to know. You know, you straight. need
0: to you need to know the secret to like up your game so that it can literally compete it's funny against them. Because like you ask for your mom's secret, but there's literally
3: no secret. It's yeah, like, I, it's I think it's legitimately the love that they put yeah.
1: into the dish. No, yeah. And it's weird because like I feel like everybody's mom cooks the same dish different. Yeah, yeah. because I'll oh, have like totally. the same dish like at my other Filipino friend's mom. I was like, I don't know, this is kind of whack. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend's gonna be like, what? This is, like, the best beefsteak yeah. ever. But I'm like I know, nah, it's Actually, not like that my was going to be my like <laughs> question.
0: How do you guys do your beefsteak or beefsteak? What's your, like, mine is hella caramelized onions. Yeah, yeah. caramelized onions, that
3: calamansi uh, um, soy sauce. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, that sour soy sauce. And then just beefsteak. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the the important part is really the onions. Yeah. It's like true. honestly I could have like a whole plate with like mostly onions and then one piece of Same. thing
0: Oh man, no, that that's like... just like
1: hell us about. Just like crazy.
0: Oh man, uh, it's so good.
1: I just realized how customizable uh Filipino dishes are. It was like, yeah. oh yeah, I could just like have a little bit of meat and mostly vegetables or <laughs> a lot of meat, no vegetables. <laughs> Like, and you just do it, you just customize it as you're pulling it out of the pot. That's every Filipino
0: <laughs> dish ever. There's never vegetables. Yeah, like, yeah that's it's the no. no vegetables. It's usually meat and fat. Yeah. And when
1: there, is, when there is vegetables, it's usually ones that like, they just add to the flavor of the meat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't actually eat it. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. actually.
3: Like, I mean. Like, onions yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know, really like, actually,
1: Yeah, you don't actually eat the taro root. <laughs> like you don't actually eat that it's just there in the mixed in and you, when you pull it out with the ladle you pull it out and then you like kinda do the, you kind of do the thing where like you try to pour it the root out without pouring out the meat or you're just like kind of sh- your hands like weird like that yeah That's the strategy. it's
4: too
0: true yeah. god yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah i didn't mean to pull out the root, So you're gonna and then the meat falls like, ah. Oh.
0: oh, that's another <laughs> word that I actually yeah. used to not know how to taro. I just pronounce it like my parents did. And no one had to correct me. When when you're like 10 years old, when are you ever bringing up tarot root? Like, the fuck? Yeah, that's Unless true. Unless you're going to bubble. Oh yeah. yeah, that's when I learned. No, that's, that's actually I when I learned. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like, but then that I was rolled. like, "Why is it purple?" Because the one I eat in Sinigang is white. Yeah, it's white. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yo. It's white. I actually made that mistake once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like vividly remember. I was with my parents, and this was back when like bubble tea was like new and shit. And we were like somewhere in Richmond at some like random like I don't know Chinese supermarket or like Chinese restaurant for like somebody's mm. birthday or whatever there was a spot that I could get bubble tea and I was like oh mom can I get a bubble tea and she's like okay and I'm ordering and at that point I didn't know it was like powder and that's why it's so fucking purple and (laughs) so then they were like oh we don't have taro powder is it fresh taro like okay and in my head I was like yeah like that's what I've been having the whole time and I regret it and my mom
1: yeah fresh taro is (laughs) not the lead
0: (laughs) and I remember like coming out being disgusted Um, and now I like probably would have liked it, but then I remember giving it to my mom because then she's like, like and just to try yeah. it. And I'm like, I was like, uh, like you just paid like five dollars for this. <laughs> like, this is not even my money. <laughs> and then she was like, She's like, What is this? Like, da-da-da, like, like you're so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, like they're like, What is this? And I'm like, ah, I fucked up, I didn't know.
1: Yeah. No, that's confusing. Yeah, that's, it, it, is it is confusing. confusing. Yeah, it, it was, was confusing. Actually, it was like, actually a Filipino to like Filipino confusion I had was like <laughs> the tarot root in the sinigang. And then Ooh. my mom was like, oh yeah, peep this ube, it's tarot. Yeah. But I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> You're like, what are you trying to I was to like, wait, teach? what? I'm <laughs>
1: like, I didn't, I, I, never, I didn't have, I actually didn't have bubble tea until I was like 17. Oh, what? shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I never like,
3: liked bubble tea. Though. What? Mouth. The hell. I don't like the bubble. What?
1: There was actually no bubble tea joints like near where I was living. Girl Fever. No. Well, right now, well, I'm not like technically from Surrey. I'm just oh. like a Surrey. Uh, what? I'm like a I'm, I'm Surrey like
3: adjacent.
4: A, I'm like, like
1: a what do you call it? An honorary Surrey person.
3: Wait, mm-hmm. really? why? Where are Wait,
4: I this
1: up whole, up whole from, time, like, East, East Burdaby. Yeah.
3: Oh wait, I didn't know this. Why did you go I to JH?
1: Did I didn't go to JH. <laughs>
3: And and see, I this is like oh, this no. the shit.
1: Filipino stereotypes I face with every day. J.H. <laughs> H- is a, it's a high school in Surrey for
3: yeah. those listening. Mostly yeah. Filipino Mostly people. Mostly Filipino. Oh, shit.
1: Every I had Filipino no idea. Person, Why did I have Filipino that Every Filipino person that immigrates to Canada, that moves to Surrey, will move to Guilford area and will live. Everybody who's from Surrey that is going to be listening to this, shout out to you guys if you've ever lived at Kingston Gardens. Oh
3: my god!
1: That yo, like literally, yo.
3: <laughs> that, that I know. <laughs> Val
1: knows because she knows. Everybody, <laughs> if you're an immigrant from like, and you move and you immigrate and you don't like move to like East Van and yeah. you move to Surrey, no, that's you're true. living if you didn't at go Kingston, in the
0: Fraser Circuit. Yo, yeah, you're yeah, yeah.
1: living in Kingston Gardens or like the Orchard.
3: Yeah, I was just gonna say the Orchard. And, those, and Shit. for those that, that
1: are not familiar with that, it's like they're just like two like. Complexes, yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty sure like the orchard and Kingston Gardens are like low income. Yeah, I
3: think
4: there's housing,
1: like subsidized housing. Yeah, that's why they moved there. But literally every person I I know that at least eighty percent of people that I come into contact with Filipino people from Surrey at one point have yeah have passed through. Whether it's like just two months or if it's like their whole childhood, like a lot of Filipino kids meet because they all lived in Kingston Gardens and they're all playing together.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. My
1: my girlfriend like moved to Kingston Gardens too, and like. A lot of her, yeah. Later on in life, a lot of the people that like she went to high school with and stuff, like they all Still lived in Kings and Oh wow, yeah. so crazy,
3: She's
4: like crazy.
1: Yeah. So shouts out to Suri, but I'm not from there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like, oh, shit. we were both talking about it, and we're like, no, you but you guys a lot of people,
1: like it? when I meet when I first met like Filipinos that were from East Van, yeah, like, that group or whatever, like they always thought that I was from Surrey because like I was obviously not from East Van so they automatically they just thought I was from Surrey because I hung That's out with fair. the Surrey kids so I just embraced it so now I'm always like repping Surrey yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always oh rep Surrey God. so I'm just like yo like Surrey cause like literally I don't know like if you're a Filipino living in Burnaby like holler Let at me, me. know <laughs>
2: So we can, out there. Yeah, yeah, so
1: we can be like, "Yo, we're the Filipinos from Burnaby."
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> me, I know. Surrey. I'm like
0: loyal to the like East Van kids because I like I'm hella close to. Uh, Notre Dame, actually, and I was supposed yeah. to go there, but then had a lot of friends in the same Pat circuit, so then yeah. So that's so funny. Yeah, I, I really don't know shouts that out much to Suri. about sorry.
3: Oh. Two it's two against one today. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I know, and you know, like two.
1: one and a half against it's, one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. That. And I'm like, he's closer to me. He's like, I'm he's Van. Are. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, next funny
3: question. What are your Filipino household statements?
1: Just objects or like anything?
3: Uh, anything.
4: Anything?
1: Yeah. Okay, I have a pretty good list. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, one uh, wooden hand back scratcher. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, yeah. that is yeah, handy. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that one yet. Yeah,
1: wooden hand back scratcher.
0: reminds
3: me of the, the family
0: guy. Back scratcher. <laughs>
3: oh, <yeah. laughs> Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, one. Filipino, or yeah, wooden hand back scratcher. Two Bix vapor, oh yeah, vapor rub. Bix. <laughs> um, three Panda Oh,
0: oh, where's your spot? From yeah. Alan uh, Marys. Yes, okay, yeah. that is the spot.
1: Alan Marys, shout out to Alan Marys. Obviously, like Tabo.
0: <laughs> okay, wait, I want to ask about this. What was your Tabo in the house? What did it look like?
1: What did yeah. it look like? Everyone has a different one. Uh, mine was. Uh, actually I actually have two. One's green and one's okay. orange.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: And they're like had a handle? They're not. Yeah, it has a handle. It's pretty it's pretty big actually. It's a pretty big. It's not like one of those like small like scoopers. And like I definitely I definitely know like I, I feel like Camille, I definitely know I feel like I know what kind of like tabo you have at your house.
4: <laughs> Let's
1: see if he's right. I feel right. like you have one of the ones that's like it doesn't have a long yeah. handle right it's like a curved handle ali like said like i think i know why it's because i've like i've been in your bathroom before so i'm like i feel like i've maybe seen that there but maybe i'm wrong
0: <laughs> what's funny is that donnell was part of my cotillion court he was part of my debut and that's Shouts. why Shouts what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. i had a debut <laughs> yeah. i asked
0: my parents like if I could have a car instead, and they were like, hell no, you're having a mm-hmm. Debu. so I was in Camille's cotillion. My mom yeah. said uh, Europe or uh, Debu, and I'm like, fuck a Debu.
3: What the Europe? hell? You got to go to Europe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. We all had her Debu at Tinseltown. Yeah. Tinseltown?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Asian that's restaurant. What, yeah, everyone's had it, it was there. It pretty sick. Yeah, it was good. I didn't
1: know a lot of the dance. I no. kind of screwed up, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we... My
1: partner... Uh, I think my girl partner led me most of the way. <laughs> I don't remember who my partner was, but she was good. Shout out to her. Camille, oh, if you know. man.
0: That was honestly one of the most Filipino experiences I've ever had, actually. Because I was forced to kind of, like, embrace this cotillion thing, host people at my house. Like, it was crazy. It was a... Full production. Oh yeah! It can't is. wait till
1: you guys interview a person who had like a crazy debut. Yeah, no, yeah. that would yeah. be a good question.
0: We should like keep an keep an eye out
1: for those people. People who have mm-hmm. like some awesome debuts. <laughs> I
0: feel like dancers have crazy
3: <laughs> debuts. What? Dancers have crazy uh, performances. At the- yeah, yeah, exactly. I like it when
1: they just keep it classic, like ballroom stees. <laughs> Yeah, I like just like the, the ballroom scenes. The mix, I'm not down with like the remix
0: the hip hop with it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I've definitely been in like at least twelve to fifteen cotillions in my really? lifetime. Yeah, I was actually in like five in one year. It was what? crazy. Oh my yeah.
3: god, that's wild! Again, another testament to Donnell knowing lots of Filipinos. I know, yeah. shit,
1: dude. They're like, hey, aren't you the guy that hosted that one girls' debut? Like, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I did it again the month after
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny oh, well that's
2: all yeah.
1: the
0: questions that we really had like, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah unless there's any other like items that you were your
1: staples but maybe yeah. like like the blue uh, shortbread tin can that everybody thought was cookies yes, but it's a sewing, sewing kit, kit.
0: <laughs> I'm, like, triggered every time a, I see I, but that. But I
1: recently learned that's, like, a lot. I think that's a grandma thing. It's a
0: lot of Asian yeah. cultures,
4: actually. And, like, really? even, like, yeah. a lot of, like,
1: yeah, and even, like, a lot of, like, European, like, my coworkers English, and he's, like, he, like, laughed at that when I said it. I was, like, oh, that, is that cookies or is that a soy kid? And he, like, laughed so hard. Was, oh, my God. Yeah, my God. grandma used to do that, too. I was, like, oh, wow. Like,
4: oh, cool. shit. Maybe so there's, there's something like,
1: there. Some, there's, like, yeah. a cool, like, connection, I think.
0: Oh, that's so other oh my god. Yeah. My, my other thing that reminds me of that is like when I would go into the fridge and think I was about to open a tub of yogurt or margarine, but it would be mungo. Or like, yes. so, like <laughs> Some like... Some leftover. And that yeah. was like this is the opposite of what I wanted to open. Yeah. And I was so yeah, disappointed. Like yeah. <laughs> 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 like, mm. And my mom's like, you want? And I'm like, no. I'm okay. <laughs> but, sorry, I'm <laughs> wrap. And I'm like, yeah.
1: mm. I was, I'm always like, why don't you eat it? And yeah. my mom's like, leftovers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. Too okay. True though. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: We hope you enjoyed that last conversation with Donnell. It's always a great pleasure catching up with him and seeing what he's up to in Vancouver and beyond. Apologies on the audio. We're still working on it. We're still figuring out it's our first time, so bear with us. Uh, But we do have a lot more conversations in the works before the year ends, as well as maybe a couple of events. But till then, you can catch all updates on Instagram, where we're at, at Parasakanya. Feel free to DM us there or send us an email. Till then, take care.